Rebellious Mind. Rebellious Minds presents a new podcast experience for the ultimate fan called Comic Cast, hosted by T'Challa BP74, where you can get breakdowns, reviews, and all the inside information. Comic Cast. November 8th, 2019, Episode 7, Comic Cast. Hello, 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 everybody. This is your boy, T'Challa BP74 in the house, and my man, Keitano. Coming to you tonight. We got an amazing episode tonight. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of debate going back and forth as far as our, I guess you can say, our best, five best Marvel movies, five worst Marvel movies. It's all about Marvel tonight, guys. So uh, strap in, put on your seatbelts. Let's get ready for the ride. All right, so tonight we're going to break it down. I'm going to have my man Katana go first with his worst. We're going to start off with the worst. We're going to finish with the best. And we're going to break it down on why and so on and so on and so on. We're going to start with the worst. Now, now we are saying not necessarily MCU, but it's a Marvel film. Yes. Doesn't matter Uh, if it was produced by Sony. I just want to make sure I got the rules before I, you know... I mean, Reveal well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If, if, if we break it down, we're talking about Marvel movies. Should we talk Marvel movies or should we talk MCU movies? Because MCU movies, what? We got, what, 20, 21, 22, 23 in a, in a bucket. If we're going to do MCU movies, then that's fine. I mean, I'd have to rework my list a little bit, but I can do that. I can do that on the fly. Because if we open it up to just Marvel movies in general, remember there was, you know, a lot. Right. Yeah. You know, and then it becomes wide. And then it becomes a lot more than just five worse. Because there was really bad ones. (laughs) Exactly. Right, right, right. So that's why I was just thinking all time. But, yeah, I can stick to just MCU if you want to do that. Okay. Let's make the main thing about the MCU. But let's just throw out some of the other things that we couldn't stand with, you know, as, as far as Marvel in general. Okay, well, first of all, I I grew up in a household where there were Daredevil comics around the house. Okay. So it's only natural that I like Daredevil. Okay. And the fact that he's blind and I have really bad eyes, yeah. I can relate. To the character. And, yeah. So... The Daredevil film. With the one with Ben Affleck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, like, kind of hurt me a little bit. <laughs> I think it hurt a lot of folks. You know, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, It hurt a lot of folks. And Ben is not a bad actor. You know? Neither, no, neither. but that's not his role, though. It's like, not. it's not. Now. And, and I think who wrote it, they didn't, wrote, they didn't write it to where it was gritty and the fight coordination yeah, it, it, was it, it was just so bad. It was. It was so bad. It was. Think about it too, though. Back then, what we had, what did we have back then? We really didn't have anything right. other than Blade. Right. And Blade, I mean, come on, man. Blade set the tone. Blade actually saved the Marvel universe. I mean, Blade yeah. came out with. Yeah. I mean, you know, hats off to Wesley. Yeah. You know, because he did it. He saved. People can say whatever they want to. Blade saved the Marvel universe. I showed my kids Blade the other day. Or not the other day, but like, you know, a little way back, this, you know, a couple months ago. Yeah. Blade, feels was, like Blade was literally the first Marvel movie. You know that, right? Blade was before the Daredevils and Electras and all that stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And before the X-Men? Yeah. 
the first blade was before all of them. Wow. Yeah. I really wanted the X-Men movie to be like phenomenal. Yeah. And the the closest we've gotten to like anything like really palatable and enjoyable was first class. Mm, I mean I think the mutants, X-Men, they were loved by the world. You know what I mean? Um, when the X-Men first came out, it was the first group of superheroes. It wasn't like individual. And mm. some people still hold it there, there because back then that was what we got. Yeah. Now, when we put it next to some of the stuff that we have now, we want to throw up. You don't even want to sit through an entire X-Men film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I felt X-Men Last Stand was a threw up in my mouth a little bit. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then from there, it just keep on getting worse and yeah. worse and worse. And then First Class came out and I was like, oh, there's hope. Yeah. And then, you know. I, I felt that one character that was extremely, like, robbed in the mutant world was Storm. She was. It's my boo. <laughs> and they didn't I, give I, her any personality they, they didn't, didn't give her a story they didn't give her a, like a, a real involvement they yeah. didn't give her much yeah. of anything they decided to get a pretty face and guys when I tell y'all that's my boo I'm not talking about Holly cause she is not my boo I'm talking about Aurora Monroe you, know, you just see what I'm saying <laughs> even in the comics she's T'Challa's boo yo it's, it's real yeah yeah I if you could pick any other actress besides Haley, not to say that Haley couldn't do the job if she was given a better script, but if I you could I don't, choose, I don't think she could do the job if she was given a better script. She wasn't my first choice. She wasn't. Uh, for me, it was one. It was her acting chops. Two, it was her looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Storm was from Kenya, bro. They ain't no light skinned, beautiful Ethiopian looking right. women in Kenya. I'm sorry. There's yeah. dark, gorgeous, Lupita Nyong'o esque. Type looking women. Yeah. You see but what Lupita I mean? wasn't born back then, so she was. She was. She was. <laughs> Lupita was a toddler back then. Well, fine. She wasn't able to play the role. She wasn't. Now, However, I would have chosen Iman back then. Back then, yes. So would I. I would have chosen Iman. I would have also chosen Grace Jones. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. To put him in that role, because Storm is a powerful woman, bro. Yeah. She's ferocious. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. She's everything the average dude is looking for. I don't in a, know. In what, a feature baby mama. I'm just saying. <laughs> what were they thinking when they did yeah, that? Yeah. They just went for a pretty face. They went for a well-known actress. And it was be seen, not heard. Yes. They definitely robbed her. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my first film in the MCU. In the MCU. That now am I doing from like my top down or bottom up like am I working my way up to the worst one so you're going you're going from five all the way to one five would be you know one would be like the worst okay but we we finished with honorable mentions already I I mean there's a lot I mean there's Elektra there's Spider-Man 3 um what about the two Spider-Mans with the Garfield kid I thought those were garbage I like the first one I didn't like them, none of them. I like the first one. Okay. Um, but we can't talk about, we haven't talked about the worst Marvel movie. The worst. It's Hulk. No. 
Oh. It's not. It's Fantastic Four. Oh, shoot. You forgot right. about that, didn't you? Oh, man, I, that, like, I like put it into a place. Yeah. Pandora's box. You know, I'm like, I don't, I'm, I, not, I'm not opening in this box. That yeah. is the worst. It's the worst. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Hulk is really up there. It's though. up there. Yeah, it's up. <laughs> it's really. If, if up I'm gonna break down the five that's not MCU, it's gonna go. I'll say the two Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. one and two with Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. I'll put Daredevil after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Then I'll put Hulk after that. Mm-hmm. Then I'll put you know. Electra didn't even make the list for you. <sighs> Uh, Electra would be before the Spider-Man. She would be like sixth. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Um, and simply because I felt like that movie, when they start roping in the hand, they had a lot of characters that if you read Electra mm-hmm. and her story arc and Daredevil, when they both battled the hand and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Where Stick was a factor and you saw, because in the comics you see where Stick trains Matt right. Murdock. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So to see Stick come back and then to see Tattoo and the rest of them. It was too much to try and do. They tried to they, tell a big story in a short period of time. And they couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I, why I would put it at six because of the, you know, the source material. I, I really did like, um, and unfortunately it's not a movie, but what Netflix did with Daredevil oh, was extremely yeah. impressed. Yeah, yeah. And I understood about the hand. Yeah. I think, I think that was probably the best Marvel series. On television. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. All right. Okay. Um, so that's it for just the regular Marvel movies. Now let's dive into the MCU for Okay. You. All right. So your five worst for the MCU. Five worst. Okay. Ant-Man. Number five. Yeah. Ant-Man's going to be number five. Really? Yeah. Okay. Number four. Um, probably the... Next Ant Man. <laughs> is it just because you just don't? Uh... It, it's just it just checks boxes. That's all it does. It's mm. got to be fun and like there are so many other characters that we you could have gave us a good She Hulk. Yes, but with what they were trying to do, I thought it was perfect to see. Even I mean, if, again, hashtag long game. Yeah. It took Ant-Man and the shrinking and, you know, to understand how it works. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? In the quantum Which is realm. fine. Which is fine. Yeah. So they had to. They had to. But, I mean, heck, then let me, give me Pim. Yeah. Give me the real Pim. Give you the real Pim. Yeah. Um, I don't think they could have given you the real Pim. For the simple fact, you looking at a window. Okay? It's a small window. It's a small it's window. A small when it comes with age. So you have to do a Pim story and seeing him pass the torch to Scott Lang, Mm -hmm. especially in a situation where, you know, five years down the road or 10 years down the road, you have to have a grown up Cassie Lang because we're going to jump forward five years. You see what I'm saying? So you couldn't give a story with a Hank Pym when there's a Scott Lang to come and he have to pass the torch on to Scott Lang. Right. And then, you see what I'm saying? And and, and then the whole Janet Van Dyne thing. So I thought it was perfectly done. Yeah. I, no. It didn't, it, it didn't do the it. The Ant-Man's didn't do it for me. Okay, okay. So then after that, I would move into the second Thor film. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then after that, it gets tight after that. Well, remember, you're going to worse. Right, uh-huh. right. After that, 
Um, it's probably going to be Guardians 2. Okay. And this is where you'll disagree with me. Uh-huh. First Avenger. Bro, listen. I love you like five kids love you. <laughs> I was, I was like knowing that you were gonna say some things, and you did, and I'm like so disappointed right now. Like, I don't even want to look at you, bro. <laughs> but you know, we go, we go dive into that. Okay, tell me why they are your worst. Well, I purposely didn't see the Ant Man films in okay. the theater. Okay, and I'm glad I didn't. Okay. And then when it came to when it came to the um, the oh crap, what was the uh, the film? I'm thinking Guardians, but I didn't choose Guardians as the next one, did I? Mm. What was my next one after that? You said Thor. <laughs> oh, Thor. Okay. The whole thing with the elf thing, it was. I didn't like that whole storyline okay. with me the Dark question. Elves Let me ask part. you a question. Did you know the Dark Elves? I did not. Okay, and I think that's why. Okay. Okay, now, I didn't think the Dark Elves' backstory or the Dark Elves' story mm-hmm. was bad. That's mm-hmm. not why I disliked Thor. Mm-hmm. Two. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like there was some hits and there was some misses. Okay. But I've known the Dark Elf story. Yeah. So seeing the Dark Elf story, I appreciated it. And I appreciated how they tied in the ether. You yeah. see what I'm saying? With the whole darkness thing. Okay. And we and never find out how the ether actually comes into a stone either. No. But the ether itself is a stone that's Correct. fluid. But you yeah. get where I'm coming from. That's uh, a yeah. loop that they never closed. Okay, let me ask you a question. How did the time gem come into a stone? Because they explain, if you pay attention to it, they explain them mm-hmm. in in Endgame. Not mm-hmm. Endgame, Infinity War, when Doctor mm-hmm. Strange is talking to Tony, him and Wong talking to Tony, right. and he's doing the thing. Yeah. You know, with the whole Celestials and the, the stones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They don't really break it down with the whole Agamotto thing either. They talk about the Aya Agamotto mm-hmm. and... You know, you shouldn't have an infinity stone just, you know... Hanging around Hanging your neck. around. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, that whole Agamotto story is like a whole nother level of Doctor Strange. Which I hope someday that they break down. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, so no, you I have to you. leave certain things Because Agamotto was the very first Sorcerer the Supreme. The very first Sorcerer Supreme. Right. You see what I'm saying? To where there's a story where Agamotto, the spirit of Agamotto was tainted. Mm-hmm. That's a story that maybe one day we need to run in a podcast because if I start talking about that right now, we're going to run out for like 45 minutes. <laughs> but yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think you have to leave things for the imagination. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rest of yours, the worst. So the Guardians 2, mm-hmm. um, no matter how much I try, the Kirk Douglas thing didn't really work for me. Is it the Kirk Douglas or is it the story? Well, I can't fault the story because when I saw the film, I wasn't aware of the story. I became more educated after seeing it, okay. which makes you appreciate it even less. Yeah. yeah. But there would have been a whole lot available if they went with Jason. Yes. Oh, that's on my list. We're going to get to that, too. But yes. Uh, yeah, well, we could tackle that right now because that's one of the things on my worst. When you have a character, you cannot say, for instance, you cannot say 
that Tony Stark's father mm-hmm. was Odin. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Everybody know Tony Stark, a.k.a. Anthony Edward Stark. His dad mm-hmm. was Howard Stark. Right. Everybody knows that. Right. Superman's dad. If we talk about the DC Universe. Everybody knows Jor-El. Right. So why it is that you're going to have a main character, a lead, like Star-Lord, right. father right. being somebody like Ego the Living Planet. And their comics are so much fun. And the whole thing with him and Jason is... Yes. It's awesome it to is. read. So why would you taint that? That was one of the things that was so bad for me that I just, I couldn't stomach it. And yeah. seeing Star-Lord being, you know, a uh, um, uh, kid from one of the Celestials. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Right. Ego the Living Planet is a Celestial. He's right. not this dude's, this dude's right. father. Like, yeah. Yeah. So going in. I knew, because I, I, I tend to do my research about characters and movies before the movie drop. Mm-hmm. Um, I do synopsis. So, you know, sometimes I might get a little, somebody might slip me a little something and I might, you know, check what's <laughs> going on with the script and so on and so on. So, the biggest thing for me is you can change a story mm-hmm. to fit the audience, to fit the movie, to fit the story that you're telling. Mm-hmm. Do not change the source. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because right. the minute you change the source, that character is no longer that character. That character is somebody totally different. Right. If you're going to change a character, change a supporting character mm-hmm. that doesn't have that rich of a background for the story that you're telling. Yeah. Um, for instance, Killmonger's dad. Mm-hmm. Killmonger's dad wasn't Njobu, but because Njobu is T'Chaka's brother... Mm-hmm. It made sense if you wanted to tie him into the royal family. I'm mm-hmm. okay with you doing that. Mm-hmm. In the comics, he's not T'Challa's cousin. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and what they did, they took Njobu and they took Killmonger or, or, or Njadaka mm-hmm. and used the Uncle Cyan and Tashan story. Mm-hmm. Because if you read the Black Panther comics, okay, Tashan always wanted the throne, always wanted T'Challa. So he was always trying to figure out how to undermine T'Challa. Mm-hmm. So they took that story of Uncle Cyan and Tashan being brother to the late T'Chaka and cousin to the king, now the current king, which is T'Challa. And you see what was going on there. So they took that and they folded it in that way, but they use a real character or a real uh, uh, relation person mm-hmm. to say, hey, this is my kid. I can deal with that. And okay. that's good storytelling. Okay. But you couldn't tell me that T'Challa's dad wasn't T'Chaka. You see what I'm saying? You can't take a main character and change their source. Right. Because now you taint what it is that right. you tell is not the same character. Right. Yeah. So, I totally agree with you on the Guardians. All right? Um, who else, what else you had after that? Well, after that, I had Captain America. And although I get the... Captain America in Avengers? The first Avenger. That didn't make the list. You said Avengers. No, Avenger. no, the first Avenger. Oh, the first Avenger, not first Avengers Avenger. 1. No, no, the first Avenger. Okay, all right. Yeah, that yeah. one, it just didn't work for me. Okay. And, I mean, first of all, the CG of okay. what they did with with him and made him small, it looked extremely fake. Okay. So, I didn't like that. And then, the storyline itself, although I get the whole Peggy and, you know, you have to, like... You know, have him show him as a small weakling in becoming Captain yeah. America and all the other stuff. 
it just didn't work for me. And the whole, and the whole having him doing the showboating and the being on stage, it just seemed like it was taking too long to tell the story. I think you had to, because you had to see where he came from. Because that's straight out, like when I watched first the first event. Yeah. Okay. Um, being a being a love of Captain America. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm diehard, but I've loved Captain America. Captain America was my first comic book favorite. Okay. Um, I think like a couple months after I read a Captain America book, I read Black Panther. Okay. That's when I fell in love with the character. But I remember I was six years old and I opened this book and I started reading. I think the first one I saw was when he punched out Hitler. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with the book. I'm like, oh my goodness, I love this guy. Yeah. I think he looked a little weird with them wings on his head. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I thought he was so cool. Right? Yeah. So I, I read his stories and I followed him. Mm-hmm. When I saw the first Avenger, I loved the first Avenger. Joe Johnson was uh, the one who directed the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to high five him for a minute. And a lot of people didn't like the first Avenger because they didn't like period movies. You know, they just couldn't understand the concept. The way how Captain America was small. In order for him to to bulk up, I'd rather them did the CGI then and not now. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And there was no way for them to have him CGI throughout the rest of the movie after becoming Captain America. They right. had to have him his real body. Right. So they had to shrink him down. Yeah. And... It just looked really fake. I mean, I felt that... I think it looked fake for people who knew Chris Evans. Mm. Captain America was a sick dude. That's why every test yeah. that he took to get into the military, he got yeah. a 4F. Yeah. The dude was asthmatic. Yeah. He had a collapsed lung. His chest well, was Well, I mean, you look at what frail. they did. You look at... And it, this could be a technology thing. But you look at the way Tony looked on the ship. He looked like he was starved, but he didn't look like the CG was, yeah. it didn't make him look fake. Yeah. You know, he was skin and bones. Yeah. And they did a good job of that. Um, and I'm like, if you can make hobbits, like real people look like hobbits, then you should be able to do a but better I mean, job I, the I thought, I, I, I thought the last 11 years have come a long way. Yeah. Visually. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Especially yeah. when you're dealing with phase one versus now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Um, uh, Captain America made your worst list. Wow, I don't even know how to feel. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. So let me break down my five words for you. Okay, okay. Um, my least favorite, but it made the cut. Number five, mm-hmm. Thor two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I felt like the Dark Elf story. I like the Dark Elf story. Um, love the whole thing with Frigga dying, you know, and so on and so on and so on. And I think. They could do a lot because the ether took on, or Jane took on the ether. Mm-hmm. So now with Jane taking on the ether, it leaves her open for what they might do right. with Love and Thunder. Right, we did talk about yeah, that. You yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that that could be a great way to tie that whole thing together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like it just wasn't as compelling. It wasn't as exciting. The Dark Elves is a very dark story, and it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an okay movie. Correction, it was an okay movie. Okay, um, but it made my list for top five worst. Okay, okay, um, and it's not bad. Yeah. Okay. All right, then Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I know how you feel about Captain Marvel. Okay, I'm not saying that Carol don't get any love. I've always loved her in the comics. Yeah. Um, 
can't stand it. On many levels, I can't stand it. Again, it goes back to source material. A lot of the movies that I'm naming off, okay? Mm-hmm. What I hate about them is the story. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's bad storytelling. It's bad source material. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's one of the biggest problems that I have. And again, you can change a story in a movie right. and still be a good story. A lot of people don't like the actress okay. for Captain Marvel. I could care less. If she can act, she could get in there and make me believe that she's Captain Marvel. I'm good with that. Do you believe that she's Captain Marvel when you Hell see her? Hell no. Because I'm not saying she cannot act. She did not make me believe she was Captain Marvel. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? I went the whole movie and I'm like, uh and then in the end, you know, she started doing her thing, and I'm like, okay, but you still don't make me believe that you Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. First of all, anybody who loved Captain Marvel, they have to understand that before she was Captain Marvel, she was Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Okay? And in the, mil- in the military, she outranked Captain America. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think she's a major. Okay. She was a major. Major Danvers, I think, is, is what she was going by in the comics. Okay. I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Um, and it wasn't until some years later, because she was, she went from being Warbird, which was her call sign, because she was Air Force pilot. She okay. went from being Warbird to Miss Marvel. And the reason how she ended up becoming Miss Marvel was she took on Marvel's essence, okay. Marvel's essence. Okay. Okay. When he saved her from the explosion and his Cree energy, mm-hmm. is what made her part Cree. Mm-hmm. Now they made it seem like the Tesseract was what gave her her power. Okay, I'm okay with that. If you want to make it seem like... Was that the Tesseract? I thought that was uh, just the, a fusion chamber that she... That okay, the she Tesseract was actually in the fusion. Okay. And when the explosion, the blast hit her. Right. And some of uh, Marvel, who was in the show, her right. blood hit her. Right, okay. 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 <clears throat> so they made it seem... And I was okay with that. Okay. Okay? Um, she was not believable as Captain Marvel. Mm. And... It was like the TV show Iron Fist. I am, oh. I am the Oof. immortal Iron Fist. I am the immortal Iron Fist. I am Oof. the immortal Iron Fist. Oof. To the point where you was like, bro, if you're Iron Fist, you're out here doing your thing. You ain't got time to tell nobody that right. you're Iron Fist. Right. Okay. Like he's trying to convince himself. Yeah. And I felt like Captain Marvel was doing that. Even though she wasn't saying that she Captain Marvel or whatever. She just had this, ah. You know, and I, I, used, I know I'm doing my face away. But that's how she made me feel. You know what I'm saying? Now, I believe that Brie can act. It's just she did not make me believe she was Miss Marvel. Okay. Okay? Then they made the movie seem like the Kree was the good guy. I mean, the um, the Kree was the bad guys and the Skrull was the good guys the whole time. And you don't... We all know that Skrulls are Skrulls. Skrully. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Skrully. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Anybody who knows the Skrulls know that the Skrulls are bad. Right. You might find a few good ones in the sector... But they are majority bad. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So it's because like, they act scrolling. What are you doing? What are you doing? So I couldn't stand Captain Marvel. I was like, yeah. All right, so I'll move on to my next one. Okay. Guardians 2. We already talked about it. Source right. material. You start changing source material, it goes out the window. Right. Okay. Um, And the whole thing of his mom, ego giving his mom cancer. They ruined it for me. Yeah, they, it was it was pretty bad. It hurt my soul. Yeah. It hurt my soul. I like the fact that Yondu died. Really? Yeah. I love Yondu as a character. Loved him in the comics. Mm-hmm. 
when you have amazing movies, it makes it that much more compelling when one person dies. Right. Doing the ultimate sacrifice. It right. gives it one closure and it gives you that whole uh, that whole essence of sacrificing for the greater good. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, for me, that's one of the reasons why I love Endgame the way I did, seeing how Tony went out. Yeah. We're going to get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. All right. Um, Thor 3. I knew that was making your list. You know that was making Yeah, I knew that was making your list. I've been griping about this movie since I saw this movie. Right. I normally see a movie about three, four times in the theater. Yeah. I saw this one time. And that was enough for you. Puked a little bit. And that was it. I know you don't like it. For I me, it was a very cannot, fun, it was a fun film for me. Listen, man. But I got, only, I understand. There was maybe three moments in the movie that I liked. One, the gladiator fight mm-hmm. between Thor and Hulk. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love the whole entering into Sakaar thing and the whole big battle and whatnot. That was the first one. I can't stand the whole thing when Thor gets his hair cut and all that. Couldn't stand it. Mm-hmm. Thought that was a waste of time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a character I liked was the Grandmaster. Mm-hmm. Okay, and for people who are listening, his brother are actually is yeah, is the collector right? Yeah. Nicio del Toro's character, yeah, correct. yeah. All right. Um, the second thing I loved about the movie was watching Hella cut through people the way she was cutting through people. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, she got it in. She got it in, and you saw just how ruthless. When she take out the whole Asgardian army, bro, and she kill um, Hogan, bro, I was like, what? Yeah. Where have you been all and destroyed my life? Molinor? Yeah. Like I, I really like that. Okay. Yeah. Um and the, the the third thing I liked about the movie was seeing Odin tell Thor in the end, bro, you didn't need your hammer. You're the right. god of you thunder. Are the like, god of thunder. You see what I'm yeah. saying? You ain't the god, god of hammers. Thunder. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then watching him erupt into who he is. And yet it's still wasn't enough against Thanos. Like he still had to go get himself a tool. Yeah. To yeah. get to get to Thanos. Yeah. And listen, here's the thing. The Thanos that we see in Endgame. Yeah. If he had fought that Thanos with the Infinity War Thor, mm-hmm. Thanos would have still took him out. Yeah. Yeah. Thanos was just that raw. I'm sorry. He, was he is beast. the he's the mad titan the for mad the reason. Titan. Yeah. And if you notice he literally caught the axe, Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. He caught the axe and was about to put it through Thor's chest. Yes, yeah. yes, he was. You see what I'm saying? So it's he, like mm. he did pierce the skin. Yeah. yeah, with that axe. Yeah, he's raw. But anyway, um, and then my last or my worst. This is interesting. Iron Man three. Iron Man three. Yeah. Iron Man three, man. Like, what did you do to me, man? Iron Man two. Iron Man 2 was not that bad. Mm. Iron Man 3, what did you do to me, man? Listen, anybody who had read the comics, anybody who just watched the movies, Mm -hmm. you couldn't tell me you wasn't disappointed when you found out that he wasn't the Mandarin. The Mandarin, when when Iron Man first came on the scene, was one of Iron Man's main villains, main antagonists. You see what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. Somebody said to me, every hero has to have a nemesis. Mm-hmm. Iron Man have to have the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. You gave me a fake Mandarin. You cannot tell me I'm going to be okay about that. Right. What hero have we seen that haven't had their nemesis? Really? Ant-Man had Yellow Jacket. Right. Even though Hank had him, 
You see what I'm saying? Right. Yellow Jacket still fell in the hands of whatever, whatever. Right, right. So Atman had his run in. Um, but Atman also had a run in with Claw, mm. who's also a Black Panther villain. Mm-hmm. And you see where Black Panther come on the scene, and he have two villains, right? And his two main antagonists was there. You right. always have to have a hero and antagonist or a nemesis. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I who was Cap's first? Who was Cap's main nemesis? Well, it was the Red Skull. Red Skull. You see what I'm saying? Right. Johann Schmidt. You always have to have a nemesis, and if you don't. It's going to water down the character. So what did you think about them, what they did with Red Skull's character then? Oh, I loved Red Skull, man. The fact that they put him onto the, the Guardian of the Soul Stone, you're cool with that? Yeah. Okay. Right. Because the, keep in mind, the Tesseract transports you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. When I first saw the creature, like, you remember, the first people to get there is Gamora and Thanos. Okay. And then we see, you know... The creature talked to, or the being talked to them and say, you know, um, Thanos, son of Elos. Yeah. Uh, daughter, uh, Gamora, daughter of Thanos. Thanos you right. see what I'm saying? Right, right. When I heard that, the first thing that ran through my mind was that was the living tribunal. That, oh, that was a member of the living tribunal right there. Okay. I was like, bam. But then they revealed it, and I was excited. But then they revealed it was Red Skull, and then I was like, ah. You see what I'm saying? I thought that was pretty crazy when they did that. Dude, it was genius. Because what was the last thing that he held in his hand? The Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Which is what? The space gem, mm-hmm. which transports you to different places. Mm-hmm. So it only made sense that when he held it with his bare hands, it transported him somewhere else. Right. And he says that in Infinity War. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So it's like me here. genius. Um, But you cannot have Iron Man. And give me a fake ass Mandarin. Now we're gonna see Mandarin in uh what is what is the martial arts? Um the martial art movie that's coming. Chun- Shang-Chi. Uh, Shang-Chi. Right? And the Ten Rings. And in a way, I'm kinda glad that they're doing that. If that was the case, give me the real Mandarin mm-hmm. and made it seem like he got knocked off, but he didn't die. And mm-hmm. he came back. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah. give me the real man. Give me the real man. Instead, yeah. they save they save face. They give us this actor that's yeah, yeah. And then they save face by giving you know the little Marvel short story yeah. of old boy in jail, and then the dude show up and tell him you know the real Mandarin, you know blah 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 blah. And gotcha. then you see him put the gun to his head, and you see the tattoo of the ten rings. Mm-hmm. You also see the same tattoo on the dude's neck when he goes to buy the yellow jacket suit. Okay. And so on and so on and so on. So you see how they were tying it in, but they had to save face by doing that. Yeah. You yeah. cannot do that. And that's why it made my list for one of the worst movies ever. Yeah. Not to mention, I didn't see Iron Man in that movie. I saw Tony Stark in that movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This amazing story. It was definitely a Tony Stark film. It was a Tony, Tony Stark film. It yeah. was not an Iron Man film. Correct. Okay, and now granted, the whole thing was, he's really Iron Man. And I get that. I but, like the fact that this was a damaged Tony Stark, though. Yeah. And what I mean by that is he's D- having D- panic attacks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't take much. It's like, you get the, he's been in my head for six years. Yeah. You get that. Yeah. And it has six years hadn't even passed at that point. But um, you get the, the But a year, I think a year had passed from that point. Because, right. Because, yeah. Right, but he's also saying that you know, whatever Scarlet Witch did to him, 
It's not that she did something to him. It's that she revealed to him the real no, danger. You on a whole nother plane, G. He says that in Infinity War. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's but, what I but, mean. But I'm just saying that oh. the effect of Thanos from Avengers all the, 1. All the way to that point. Yeah. He's been living with that. Yeah. Well, all I think, that time. Well, see, I don't even think it was more so Thanos he was dealing with. I think he was dealing with the PTSD of flying through that hole. And seeing what he saw. And, you know, being out in space, almost dying, that whole trauma. You know yeah. what I mean? PTSD, man, there's no joke. Yeah. You know, um, but again, the source material, and that's why it made, you know, my yeah. list for yeah. top words. All right, so let's move it over to uh, mess. All right. You go first. I go first. Give me your best. Bottom up. Bottom up. All right. You got, and, and I'll give you an honorable mention. Oh, and I can honorable mention. Um, I, oof, all right. At the very, at number five, the film that I'm going with. No honorable mention? No, I'm not. I'm not going to do an honorable mention. Okay. Not. I might have one later on. Okay. But let me go through my top ones first. Okay. All right. So at number five mm-hmm. is going to be Doctor Strange. At number five. Yeah. Okay. Number four is Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Number two. You can't go from number four to number two. You I'm sorry. Go. Number three. <laughs> number three is. Civil War. No, Civil War. Um, Infinity War? No. No, no, no. Captain America went to Soldier. Okay. And then after that, Two. it's Endgame and Infinity War. Infinity War is one. Infinity War is number one for me. Okay. First of all, for Black Panther making that list, thank you. <laughs> um, for Black Panther being number four, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Alright, let's start with Doctor Strange. Yeah. Why did Doctor Strange make the cut? And why you give it number five? Well, he makes the cut because it was it was amazing to see what they did with the Mystic Arts and what the you know, when stuff gets all spacey and stuff, I like it. But I like it when it's done well. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me a lot of the film that was called um, it had the guy from the Wolf of Wall Street in it. You talking about no, no. Inception? Okay, yeah. It yeah. reminded me a lot of Inception, yes. and I loved Inception. Inception was a Christopher Nolan film, right? Was it? I thought Inception was a Christopher Nolan. It might be. Film. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just so well done. I think it was the first film after he did the Batman trilogy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just an amazing film. Okay. And the way they did it with going into that mirror universe, or was that the, that's what it was called? And mirror dimension. The mirror dimension. It was just so well done. And then you got a chance. It was, They fast-tracked the, the knowledge that Strange acquired, mm-hmm. but they still told the story. Like, even when he's sleeping, he's studying, mm-hmm. you know, in the astral plane. And he's learning on the fly how to be the source of Supreme. And the only thing I would have liked more about that film is if we really got a chance to understand, um, Mo- not Mordo, um, the, the, the being that he has to fight in space. 
Um, not in space. Dormammu. Dormammu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have liked to learn more about Dormammu, but I get the reason why they... Okay, but let me ask you this. Do you think we're never going to see Dormammu again? Oh, we'll definitely see him again. Yes. So I'm okay with them giving us what they gave us with with Dormammu. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the reason why it's number five. It was was just an extremely well done story. It was... um, The the visual effects were just amazing. Mm -hmm. And when I walked out of there... And seeing my kids doing the motion for to create the portals, the portal. yeah, yeah. You know, it was just like they hit they hit everything. I mean, and my kids were able to follow the story. Let me ask you a question: How much did you geek up at Dragon Con seeing some of them Sorcerer Supreme with the lights? When I first saw it, I was like, "Wow!" With the portals. Yeah, I was. I was like, I don't know if you saw the one. There was there was one guy who actually had, and it was moving around. Yeah, I saw it, and yeah. it looks like it was getting ready yeah. to open up, and I was like. Yeah, yeah, yo, nerding up, yo. I I, yeah. I secretly want to be a Doctor Strange in my life, you know. Like yeah. I want to be that guy. Yeah, nah, I wouldn't go that far. I'm not into magic. Like, uh, I'm into science, bro. To be able to, I'm into I'm into science and kicking butt and all that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, yeah, no, it was it was amazing. Yeah. All right, your fourth was Black Panther. All right, give it to me. Um, Black Panther was epic. Mm-hmm. Because we had, I don't remember seeing a film where African Americans and the Africans were were like put into portrayed in that like manner. portrayed in that manner. Now, I understand why they did what they did, but if they really wanted to give us the real T'Challa, <laughs> the, America wasn't ready for that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the world would have been ready for that. Yeah. 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 And I understand because the world's not ready for They're it. They're not, but I, they did not but give you, us. You speak. You saying that from somebody who have read the pre stories. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. You well, see? I mean, I read a story, yeah. and it's just a, you know how they're just calming things like you know. Um, Tony Stark is known for what he can do with mechanics and engineering. And Richard Reed is the smartest person out of everyone. And T'Challa's always six moves ahead. You know, so that we didn't get the six moves ahead. Didn't get the six moves ahead. Yeah. That was the one thing that I wanted, but I was okay with not having it because of everything else. Yeah. The story was so rich that I was okay. Yeah. With that. Yeah. You know, we're going to be doing a Wakanda podcast. Uh, uh, coming up, you know, and, and, and when we do, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm first. The first thing I'm doing is I'm setting up a table and I'm breaking out all the memorabilia. Well, not all the memorabilia, but I'm gonna put some things up on it. You know, for the listeners, you know, we we always come to you live from the Panthers' lair. Okay, so huge. You know the name, huge Black Panther fan. Um, but for it to be number four, I hear where you're coming from. Yeah, different for me. I know. You know, um, and, and we're going to get into my list, yeah. and, and I'm going to break it down. Yeah. Um, okay, number three. What you had? I had uh, Captain America, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Okay, amazing movie. <sighs> amazing movie. <laughs> amazing movie. It, it's nothing bad you can say about that movie. Nothing. So I don't have to explain why. Do I, I, had, I do need to explain why it's at three, or do I, or can I just leave it as... You can leave it as... You know, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, you ain't got to say anything else. You ain't got to say anything. And and for the ones who haven't seen it, go see it if you've never seen it. And if you have seen it, go watch it again. Yeah. Because there's things that you see. I went back and I watched that movie and yesterday. And you see stuff. And I saw some things. I was like, wait a minute. I done seen this thing about 55, yeah. 
60 times yeah. and I miss that. I get a deeper understanding of the story when I go back and watch it. Yeah. A much deeper understanding. Yeah. And, you know, um, Winter Soldier is the kind of film where you have a bunch of people that's trying to do right, but they have a different way of doing right. And they don't always, they don't always gel together. Mm -hmm. This is like one of the reasons why people can't stand working with Punisher. Mm -hmm. Because Punisher will kill someone in a heartbeat and they're like, we don't want to kill anybody. You know, like people get pissed off at Frank Castle sometimes. So, um... Civil War was just all of those things. And no, then you're no, 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 Winter Soldier. Not Civil I'm War. sorry, Winter Soldier. And the thing is, is like watching Natasha develop because I think there was a lot of development that she had uh-huh. in that film. Do you think she developed more than Cap in that film? No, I think they both. Well, she developed from a standpoint of family and friends. Okay. He started really understanding how this game was played. Yeah. Um, his, when I look at that, though, I look at it from, again, the long game. Mm-hmm. So I watch it from when it was first Avenger. Mm-hmm. And then Avengers. Mm-hmm. And then Winter Soldier. You really see Captain America become Captain America. Mm-hmm. When I see him in the first Avenger, I don't see Captain America. I see Steve Rogers. You see what I'm saying? He goes into the ice as Captain America, mm-hmm. but he is Steve Rogers. When he comes out, he's Steve. He's he's Steve, but he is Cap. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you see where he takes charge in the first Avengers. And Tony's like, call him out, Cap. Call him out. Call right. out the patterns. And right. Cap is telling them what to right. do. So you're seeing him become like stepping into his role. Right. So by the time we see him in Winter Soldier. He's cap leading stealth missions yeah. and stuff like that. Right. You see what I'm saying? The choreography. Yeah. The choreography. The and here's is... the thing, like he talked about how many hours he put in with Sebastian Stan doing them fights. And there were real training and real choreographed duels and fights yeah. that they were actually doing. To do some of the stuff that Sebastian did. I don't know if he did the thing with the knife, but well, the did. thing with he the did. knife where he's dropping it and yeah. catching oh, he it flipped and flipped it upside oh, down and catching oh, it, dude. Oh. Winter Soldier, man. <laughs> there is no element of that movie or no part of that movie that disappoints. Yeah. The only part of it that disappoints, yeah. it was not long enough. Yeah. They could have yeah. given me another 20 minutes. It was still full length and it yeah. was amazing. You could have given me 20 minutes more, dang it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It was that good. <laughs> But again, I I was happy with what I got. They went, they fought so intensely during that film. But you know what it is? All that is great. But you know what I love about it? What's that? The storytelling. Yeah. That's one of the greatest storytelling in the last, in the last 23 films. Yeah. That has some of the most rich storytelling. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, let's move on. Um, All right, so now, between one and two, it really is splitting a hair. Okay. And so I'll go with the reason why I put Endgame at number two and Infinity War at number one. Uh Because Endgame, first of all, made me cry too many freaking times. (laughs) Okay. So that's the first thing. So you put it at number two because you felt like No, I just had to add that in there. Um, you felt like a punk, and that's why you put it at number two. No, shame, I, shame, shame, shame. <laughs> it's okay. Just be honest. I mean, come on. We watched Scarlet 
we watched the sacrifice. Natasha yeah. die. say whatever it takes. Yeah. And she literally jumped off and fought her way to that ground. Yeah. You know, and um watching Hawkeye left behind. This is her best friend. And couldn't save her. Tried couldn't to save her. Yeah. You know. And then had to deal with the fact that, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's t- that was tough to watch. And then, you know, watching Ari Man go out the way Ari Man did, you know, it was just... It was, That's the it way was that a epic. hero go out. That's Let me tell you something. Yeah. I, I said it earlier tonight. Anytime you see somebody die making an ultimate sacrifice, it always makes for a better, better story. Yeah. But you had two main characters that did it. Yeah. Because they understood what was at stake. Yeah. And the only way to save the many... Was to sacrifice themselves. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it was genius. Yeah. The Russo brothers, though, I had this conversation with Rebellious Minds himself a couple mm-hmm. of days ago. Mm-hmm. The Russo brothers, they couldn't have picked anybody better to direct those movies. Yeah. And here's why. When the Russos came in, what was the first thing they did? Win a soldier. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Because yeah. they know how to play the game where. I'm directing a movie or we're directing a movie right. and we have multiple people. Yeah. And we got to tell one story. Right. Without dropping the ball on telling a story on e- these many different characters. We have to fold all of them in. Yeah. But we have to, because each one of them demand screen time. Yeah. You know, and that presence. So yeah. we cannot rob anybody of that time. Yeah. So... <clears throat> It was very complex. I really enjoyed Endgame. Mm-hmm. But the reason why Infinity War gets no, the nod for number one for me was because... Because you cried too much in Endgame. Nah, I'm, man. I'm just messing with you. Thanos put a plan in play. Uh-huh. And it was a bang, bang, bang. Like, no one really had time to get ready for Thanos to show up. I think the best prepared for Thanos was Wakanda, and they wasn't even enough. Yeah. Yeah. And they was the most prepared on the planet. Right. And they wasn't And enough. that wasn't enough. You see, because by the time Thanos got to Wakanda, he yeah. already had five stones. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was genius the way he went about it. Because what was the first thing he obtained? The power stone. Power stone. Then yeah. he went after the space stone, meaning, right. you know what? All I need to do is activate the space stone and go wherever I want to. I already got the power stone. I'm finna bring the heat. Right. And it's just, I mean, first of all, you had a lot of people, a lot of heroes come together. And so it that was masterfully done when everyone had to get to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And they even did it without some of the main characters. We don't see Hawkeye in this film. Yeah. You know, and... I mean, they were on top of Wanda and Vision, like, white on rice. I mean, they were there so quick, fast, in a hurry. And then it's like Captain America shows up. He gets the call. He shows up right on time. And um, what is her name? The chick with the horns. Proxima? Is that Proxima? Proxima Midnight, yeah. Her and Corvius were not ready for that interaction. No, no, there wasn't. Because they didn't know what they were up against. They right. think it was just, you know, male little humans that they were going right. to have like ragdolls. And they had Wanda and, and, and Vision. They're still extremely smart, though, because when they came back, they knew that out of everybody that was there, 
that Wanda was still the most dangerous mm-hmm. person out there. And mm-hmm. it's like, we need to get her away from him before we make a move for that stone. Yeah. So the strategy, like that side of the board, Thanos' side of the board, can they adapted very well, which is, I understand why there was only one in 16 million shots of getting it because they were smart as hell. So it gets denied because it, it would just it's the first thing we saw where they bring all these heroes together on a massive scale. And they did it flawlessly. And so Endgame was just the continuation of all of that, but we got to see the self-sacrifice in that too. Mm, loved Infinity War. Endgame gets more love for me. Of course it does. Because it wraps. Yeah. You wrap 22 movies. Yeah. Everybody got their shine. One. Right. You see everybody comes back to, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen it yet, and it's because it's been this long, shame on you. Well, um, let's, let's do your list first. Okay, you're, about to, you're about to go out of order, so let's do yeah. your list. All right. Oh, um, and I do have an honorable mention. Okay. Yep. It's Civil War. Civil War is the honorable mention. Yeah. Okay. We're going to start with my honorable mention. Okay. Iron Man 1. Okay. Because it starts start everything. everything. Starts everything. Okay. Um, and not on a periodic scale. It just starts everything off for the MCU. Yeah. And it ends with Nick Fury showing up and saying, hey, I'm here to talk to you about this thing that was in play mm-hmm. 20, 30 years ago when I first met Carol Danvers when mm-hmm. I put together the Avengers Initiative. Mm-hmm. But it didn't start there. It didn't even start all the way back when Captain America was running around in World War One or, or whatever. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. It actually went all the way back from when the Celestials make the Infinity Gems. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But anyway, we getting ahead of ourselves. But that's my number one. Honorable mention goes to Iron Man because it started everything. All right. Five. All right. Five. Doctor Strange. He gets number five. Why does he get number five? He gets number five for me because now you see the magical realm. Now you know that there's sorcerers who are using magic. Everybody looks at Wanda and be like, hey, Scarlet Witch, is she doing magic or whatever, whatever? Her power is a little bit different. Right. Okay? In the books, what does her power come from? Chaos. Chaos magic is what it's actually Mm -hmm. called. You Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She just knows how to use that. But she knows and can manipulate magic because she's a mutant. In the right, books. Right. In here, they made it seem like her powers came from another Infinity Gem. Her and her brother powers came from the Infinity, the, the Scepter, Loki Scepter. Right, right, right. You see what I'm saying? The energy's from that. But, it would have been nice if they had just let her be a mutant. But they couldn't because of the rights back then. They don't even have rights to the word mutant. Is that correct? Now they do because they own Fox. So now, okay. yeah. They, remember, they have that thing coming out called the New Mutants. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I do like, by yeah, the way. yeah. So you you could see where you know where yeah. they, they had to remain politically correct. Right. That's my number five. Okay. Um. Simp- and then you watch Doctor Strange and a, a lot of like a lot of little things you were saying in there, but the whole interaction between him and the Sorcerer Supreme, watching how his hands got damaged, watching how arrogant he is. Right. And believe it or not, he's Doctor Strange and he has humbled a lot. He's still an arrogant. Douche. Oh yeah. There's a scene where. They land in New York, and he does his thing and stops the spaceship. They not the spaceship, the water. No, I'm talking about in in Infinity War. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're landing in New York, and he does his thing and he stops it. And 
Tony looks back at him and he winks at him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking. You're talking about when they first when um when they met for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. Call Obsidian and Ebony Marsh shows yes, up when yes, he's like yeah. Earth is closed, Squidward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's classic. Yeah, so, it and he just winks at him like, "Hey, I have some stuff over here too." You see, but that don't get me though. It, that's a little nugget, and it's cool. What gets me, though, is when the cloak of levitation slaps the crap out of Tony when he's stretching. <laughs> and he whacks him like, whap. And Tony's like, yo, don't do that again. And he kind of, like, looks at Tony like, whatever, man. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 So the interaction between him and Tony. I love... When he says to Tony when they're on the ship, he said, do you concur, mm-hmm. doctor? Because that's something that um, Sherlock Holmes... The, on the whole Sherlock Holmes story. Okay. Um... What's Sherlock's main guy called? Watson. Watson. Watson and, and, and Sherlock Holmes have this back and forth. And he says That's that. a phenomenal show, by yeah. the way. So keep in mind, both of them have played Sherlock Holmes. Right. So when he said that, that's actually like a, a, a nod, a nod to, to that. Do so, you concur? Do you concur? You yeah. see what I'm saying? So I love that. But that's my number five. Everything about Doctor Strange is a genius. Yep. And we see here how he opens up the, the magical world. Yeah. All right. Number four for me, Avengers 1. Mm-hmm. Watching them come together as a team. Yeah. I've, Avengers <clears> 1 <throat> have always been on my list. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because again, you see all these people with amazing abilities, amazing powers, whatever the case may be. But to see them come together. Right. And to see them you know, like, listen, we got to work together, teamwork, if we're going to save this world. Yeah. And to see them do that with a demigod in the mix. Yeah. A gamma bomb. Yeah. You know, a, a genius philanthropist jerk of a, a playboy. Right. You know what I'm saying? A spy, an assassin. Like, right. It's like, yo, it's genius, yeah. man. Yeah. And then a captain to lead them all. Right. You see what I'm saying? Call so him out. Call him out. So it, uh, that's, that's, that made my list. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number three. Yeah. And it's the reason why this is number three and not number two or number one. Okay. Okay. Endgame. Okay. Okay. Because I felt they wrapped it up. 22 But movies. number three. Number three. Interesting, okay. It's still not... Remember I told you, storytelling. Mm-hmm. If you're going to tell a story, what's the ultimate story? And my last two is ultimate stories. Okay. okay? I love Endgame, but I don't think you could have had an Endgame without an Infinity War. Of course. The most epic scene in all 22, or let's add Spider-Man in there, 23 movies, Mm -hmm. is that scene when Cap is like, yo, I would go out by myself. Right. I would fight you and your army to the death before I just surrender right now. Right. And his shield is broken. He's bloody. He's bruised. He straps up the broken shield. Shield and goes out there. And goes out there again like, I'm not done. I could do this all day. Right. And then you hear, and Cap, then you can you hear, hear me? Cap, can you hear me? On your left. Yeah, yeah. and it, that's it. And that's it. And that whole third act of the movie, when that first portal opens up, mm-hmm. T'Challa, Okoye, and Shuri walks out. Right. You know is about to go, go down. down. Right. Right. And then it just keeps. What they call it, a crescendo? It just keeps scaling its way up. Right. I think it, you don't see the crescendo or, or the, the scale down until Tony dies. I thought it was an awesome scene watching Tony and Pepper 
fighting side by side. Side by side when they go uh, back to back and they blow stuff up. Uh, it was it was genius. Yeah. Rescue and Iron Man and both in the armor doing what they do. Right. It's 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 the moment for husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, look, babe, we can do this we together. We can do this together. Yeah. We can it do this together. Epic moment. Yeah. Um that's why that itself got number three. Gotcha. Now, number two, again, storytelling. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier. Right. Um, another story I'm going to give to number one, and I'm going to tell you why it edged out Winter Soldier. Okay. Winter Soldier was one amazing story. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Nothing about that. Again, the only thing that's wrong is it's not long enough. You could have given me 20 more minutes of amazingness. Okay? <laughs> and I would have been okay with it. Yeah. Um, number one. People are going to say, hey, you biased. Yes, I'm biased. I, of course you're I, biased. I'm going in. But it's a reason why I'm biased. Right. The levels and layers of storytelling. There's no doubt movie. about that. There's no Black doubt Black Panther for number one. Okay? Yes, I'm biased. But let's talk about the different layers of the movie. Okay? And I'm going to go to them quick because we're going to have a Wakanda episode and I'm going to drop a whole <laughs> lot of knowledge. Okay. When you watch what's going on with T'Challa, mm-hmm. right? Rich storytelling. But that came from Civil War. His whole story or his journey started from Civil War. Correct. But to see him become king, still mm-hmm. dealing with the loss of his father. I mean, let's face it. Black Panther was not about Black Panther. It wasn't about Black Panther. And he was not the hero until the last act of the movie. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He was somebody that inherited the throne. Well, it, it just goes to show that you cannot do it by yourself. You can't. There's no nothing you can do by yourself. You, try, yeah. you cannot do it by yourself. But his dad told him that in the beginning of the movie. He said, Dad, how do I best protect Wakanda? And his father said, you got to surround yourself by those you trust. Yeah. And, yeah. It, you know, he's like, it's hard to be king. You're a good man with a good heart. Right. It's going to be hard. Right. You see what I'm saying? There's going to be some decisions yeah. that might and actually you're tear away of your heart. Yeah. And you see yeah. what happened. Right. Okay? And in the midst of all of that, here comes this new enemy who's actually his relative, who yeah. actually has a claim <clears throat> to the throne. You know, the, the whole thing with T'Chaka is, you know, he made a decision. Mm-hmm. While he was king. And he that decision, not only did it bite back, but it, it I, you could tell it haunted him. Yeah, it did. Because he wants his son to be a better man than, than he, he was. And you he know? knew what he did yeah. while not saying anything. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And there's certain times where you watch the movie, man, and you cannot help but get emotional. Like If you watch the movie and you just dive and put your, become vulnerable for a minute and just mm-hmm. let yourself be in that situation. Yeah. There's times where you almost want to cry. Yeah. Like hearing what Michael B. Jordan is like, yo, you took your dad took everything away from me, right. everything I love. Right. Because in the movie, you never see his mom. Where's his mom? Right. His mom was in jail. Mm-hmm. And if you pay attention to that scene, they were trying to break the mom out of jail. Oh, is that what they were doing? They okay. were planning to break the mom out of jail when his dad and the daughter showed up. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But again, his dad was away on a mission, fell in love, had a kid, was raising his kid in America. And his kid knew everything about Wakanda and whatnot. Right. But then you come and then, you know, because of whatever beef, you know, boom. And you kill. And you don't take the boy back and say, listen, this is what happened. You leave him there. T'Challa said it to his dad. He's like, yo, you should have brought him home. Because this dude right now is a monster of our own making. Right. So you see that part of that story. 
Then you see another part of the story with Okoye. She's like, look, no matter how jacked up and wrong this is, I'm loyal to that throne and who sits upon it. So even if this that dude, was And that was an extra scene. That was an extra but scene. But that was a very deep scene. It was because yeah. she's beefing with her husband. Right. Because her husband, get this, is T'Challa's best friend. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Who now mad with T'Challa because T'Challa didn't... All right, so that leads to a question. Does the way... Was there enough time in the film to turn Wakabi? Like, I feel like that transition was quick. Like, he, he sided with Killmonger pretty freaking quickly. If you my boy... I, I've, I've like lived, I've been with you for a while. Yeah. Now you should be able to come to me and say, I didn't get the job done. Okay. And but I he should... didn't listen to how the situation went though. You promise. I promise you, me and you boys, I right. promise you, right? Right. Because your dad died. Right. By the hands of this man. I right. promise you, I'm bringing him back dead or alive. And I don't. Right. That's betrayal there. So I feel like, bro, you promised me on your life you was finna bring this dude back dead or alive. Mm-hmm. And you don't. Mm-hmm. This other dude shows up, who now we're dealing with a whole nother situation throws over him, here. Right, throws a body at him. Here the you go. same body that you wanted revenge for. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And not now now you find out this dude is really but he went all in. He did. I don't know if that to me betrayal betrayal is a bad thing, and T'Challa didn't betray him. He felt betrayed by his best friend, Mm -hmm. and because he was still carrying on this, he says it to his wife in that deleted scene. He's -hmm. like, "Claude, every day I live, I think about what Claude took from me, my mom and my dad." Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I wanted this man dead ever since. Mm -hmm. You told me you was finna do it, and you didn't. Mm-hmm. Here comes this other dude, and he does it. Not to mention, he have a claim to the throne. Right. Come to find out that that battle again, T'Challa got to fight his cousin, so he got to, and he's fighting with so much weight on him, not physically but mentally, because he just found out. Because mm-hmm. Zuri just tell him, "Yeah, your dad killed your uncle, right, and abandoned your first cousin." So he's like, "Now I got to go fight my first cousin." My first cousin is not going to surrender. So I got to kill my first cousin upon our first interaction. So the fight start out with the two of them talking. And he's like, yo, man, just put out your weapons. We could settle this another way. We don't got to do this. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But it's not until the last act of the movies when he actually becomes the hero. Because now I'm going to fight for the only thing that I hold dear, which is this nation of Wakanda. Right. Levels of the storytelling is what makes this so great. I had an argument that... This movie reflected Lion King. It was no other way that this movie was supposed to be told than how it was told. Yeah. The first time I watched this movie, I cried. For many reasons. Because again, I'm talking four decades in loving the character the way I love the character. You see what I'm saying? Yep. But to see how Ryan Coogler gave me everything in that movie that I've loved from since I was a kid. And every 15 minutes of the movie, something is stripped right out of the books. And placed in this movie. And not just out of one run of a book. Because there's many writers. Remember, uh, Jack Kirby and um, Stan Lee did the first, uh, the first runs of the book. And then after that, I think it was McGregor that did the books. And then after McGregor did the books, 
um, Christopher Priest did the books. After Christopher Priest did the books, I think Reginald Hudlin did the books. After Hudlin did the books, I think Mayberry wrote some books. Then Hickman wrote some books. And uh, now Tanahisi Coates after that and so on and so on. And then they had some off-branch books. But you see all the way up to where Tanahisi Coates did the books. Every 15 minutes, you saw something out of each one of those writers that penned Black Panther's script. You saw some of the stuff that's there in the movie. Yeah. Even the very casino scene. First of all, when Christopher Priest wrote the books, that's when the Dora Milaje was introduced. Okay. The two Dora Milajes that was with him was Nakia and Okoye. And those were the two girls he walked in the casino with. Yeah. Okay? Not to mention the colors of what they were wearing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Okoye had on the red from her tribe, and a lot of things is tribal. Nakia had on the green from the river tribe and so on. I and love the, black. the consistency that they yeah. showed all throughout the tribe. From where they stood next to the king right. to the colors. Right. And if you look closely at them colors, that's the Pan-African flag. Mm. You see, it was so many things about this story that made this story number one. Mm-hmm. You know, and other people would look at it not with the kind of eyes that I look at it with. And it's like, oh, yeah, it was okay movie. Oh, yeah, I didn't really I like it. I can't argue with the, with the decisions that you have here. Yeah. So then that means Infinity War doesn't make the list for you. Then. Infinity War doesn't make the list. That's amazing. It's an amazing movie. That's amazing. It's an amazing movie. I would never take anything from <laughs> Infinity War. How much is this a splitting hairs? Uh, a few dreadlocks. <laughs> but Infinity is up there in my top ten. It yeah. just didn't make the top five. Yeah. And it was hard for me to break down the top five because I lot them off. Civil War, come on, yeah. man. That's an amazing movie. You see what I'm saying? I... Sometimes I have to look at what are the films that I will sit down and just watch over and over over again. And And my daughter and I, we will sit and watch Infinity War War from top to bottom. And I would too. Constantly. I would too. But all of those other movies that I call, I would watch them before I watch anything else. Yeah. But hands down. And I'm biased, but Black Panther gets it for me every time. Of course. Every time. Of course. You know what I mean? Because, again, the layers of that. It's like that onion. You peel in the onion. Right. You peel in the well, onion. Well, it'd be different if it was a bad film and you said it's your number one. Yeah. But it wasn't a bad it was a film. It film. was a phenomenal film. Yeah. So, But yeah. the, the layers. And that's what I loved about it. I felt like that and Winter Soldier would always be number one and two because you have to really come hard to give me a better story than those two. Right. You know, and when and when we do when we do the the Black Panther story, we're gonna dive into Black Panther on a whole different level. We're probably gonna you know bring in a couple guests for that, but we'll see how that goes. But that should bring us for a close for tonight, guys. I want to thank you so much for listening. This is your boy T'Challa BP seven four, my man Kitano. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Thank you for enjoying the ride with us. Have a great one. Bye bye. Bye bye. Rebellious mind.